following podcast contains adult language, profound stupidity, hardcore nudity, and drug references. Children should not listen to it. Everyone else but fucking Olive. Nailed it. Hey everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate backlash. My name is Papa Scotch, and with me, as always, is Chump Slap. Ah, oh, fuck. I, I thought I had something to say there, but I don't. <laughs> that was underwhelming. And then on the other side of the table is Dr. Scientist. Hey, hey, hey. There it is. There's Is that Mushmouth? Uh, or is somebody. That I thought it was Fat Albert, but... Okay. Was Someone that a, from that universe. Yes. The extended Fat Albert universe. Anyway, the FAU. Can, yeah. The FAU, yes. Any way to reference Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're coming in hot today. Uh, well, while you're on a hot streak there, scientists, what have you been doing this week? What have you been watching? What you've been stealing? What's going on? Well, uh, since I started a new job and I won't get prescription insurance for like two weeks, my allergies have been killing me. And mixed with this heat and overtime at work, I've done absolutely nothing except sleep and work. Having a heat wave. Yeah. Heat wave. It's, that's it. <laughs> you just, so you just come home and sleep? Yeah, come home, shower, eat, and then by then I'm going to falling asleep. Bullshit. You're shitting. I do that at work. <laughs> oh, smart. Get Fucking paid. liar. Yeah, I got to get paid. <laughs> get paid shit. And especially shitting on overtime. <laughs> Hashtag overtime shits. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we, that was like 30 seconds in. We got our first golden hashtag of the episode. <laughs> OT shits. OT shits. But I I, uh, I remember when I would work in a place and it was manual labor and it was extremely hot in there. Like, it just beats the hell out of you. Like, by the time, like, I totally understand coming home and just being like, I'm going to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, it's, I'm exhausted. And we had to work overtime this week because we're ripping machines out to put new ones in and it's just hell. Nice. Machine ripper. Job title. Ooh. Hashtag. That's pretty sexy. Yeah, right. What about you, uh, Chump Slap? What have you been doing, playing, watching? What are you, what stealing? I don't know. What do you do in I, your free time? I watched a whole shitload of old movies like Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> old movies. <laughs> <laughs> what what are you, seen 16 before, years you old? You know what I mean? Movies uh, from the 2010s. <laughs> like, I didn't I didn't watch anything new, so nothing like really sticks out in my head. And I had some like crazy eye sweat pain. <laughs> <laughs> nice Check code for something no you guys ever have this like you have really bad sweat because it's like 110 degrees outside and then it just sweats right into your eye but your hands are full of grocery bags <laughs> so you can't you wipe it right <laughs> sounds like hell dude it happened twice this week it was the worst isn't that how they got like sisyphus and the greek version of hell <laughs> just made him sweat and he couldn't wipe his eye off yeah no, it's got to be all. Well, did, what did you? I'm going to throw a crazy idea out there. What's up? Uh, maybe a hat or an <laughs> Axl Rose bandana. I had an Axl Rose bandana. That fills up a sweat pretty quick. It was too high above up, up my forehead, I think. He does have a five head. Yeah. Uh, that's a damn shit. We'll have to get you, or we'll get you a do rag. We'll get you something yeah. fashionable. Yeah, we'll Our first something. merch. <laughs> <laughs> Our first slap do rag. <laughs> <laughs> Get, get you here. one. <laughs> Speaking of get you one, Papa Scotch, have you ever played the Space Cowboy mission from the new Borderlands DLC? 
Which one is that? The where you do scooters last will and testament. Yes, yes, I did. And you like have to fly off the ramp. Yeah. Didn't yeah, make, it was I, I pretty cried. Good. <laughs> yeah, it was sad. I'm gonna miss Scooter. I I hope he's at least back in voices. Yeah. Yeah, he should be. Anyway. Oh yeah, spoiler for a Tales <laughs> from the Border. It's a, Can it's you a, imagine like not playing Borderlands since two and then coming into three and being like, hey, where'd that guy go? He's great. <laughs> they don't even explain it in that because it's part of the border Tales from the Borderlands. Yeah, it's bullshit. I never played that. It's a good game. So what did you do this week, Papa Scotch? What did I do? I went to the uh feature films. I saw that new movie Crawl with the alligator. Oh, alligator and the floodwaters. Yeah. Never heard of it. Um, it's a it's by the dude who did the remake of The Hills Have Eyes, the new one. Was it good? And by new one, I mean like 2007. I mean it was fine. That's it was not one. terrible. I would I would not say it was bad. If you were like, I could go for some high thrills, shark uh, gator action, which is what I say all the time. <laughs> uh, then yeah, it's right up your alley. It'll be good. All right. Barry Peppers in it. Nice. He didn't kill one Nazi in this. Really? Did he hit home oh, runs wow. like Roger Maris? No, he was pretty injured the whole time and just kind of sat there and was wet. Sexy. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty hot. Pretty hot. Well, what else did I do? I played, I barely played any Division 2. I'm getting better at it. I'm just running around looking for that one fucking gun I need <laughs> that I can't Still. ever find. So I'll just keep opening up crates and then be like, nope. Nope, nope. Okay, I did all my crate runs today. I'm done. It takes like 15 minutes. Oh, but it resets every day or some shit. Yeah, like every 24 hours. So that's all I'm doing now. Did you play anything else? I did. I played uh, Far Cry New Dawn. Finally fired that up. Which one's that? That's That's the newest Far Cry. At the end of Far Cry 5, spoilers. Spoilers. A bunch of nuclear weapons go off. Oh, okay. And destroy the world, basically. And this is set like 20 years after. Where there's like overgrowth everywhere and Post people are... Dick far cry. Yeah, pretty much. But it's uh, colorful and fun. Where is it? I mean, it's it's in Montana. It's the same map. Oh, okay. Is it DLC or is it a different game? It's a standalone game, but even when it came out, it was at 40 bucks. I think I picked it up for like 20 There. So I think it's a little bit smaller than 5 but still, you know. It's Far Cry. It's fun. But uh, I also I want to say I played something else. I think I played a little bit more Blood and Truth. That was cool. And then that's about it. And oh, I saw Back to the Future at the movie theater. Who's in that? Which is a pretty fun experience. <laughs> I've, been, I've been hearing about this. H. Thomas Wilson or Thomas H. Wilson. Okay. All right, that's fair. Yeah. I might see it. Yeah, he's, he's a good actor. What does he play in it? Uh, his name is Biff. Hmm. I could see that. He looks like a Biff. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those movies I watch like once a year, and every year I forget how good like everyone was in that movie, like how good Michael J. Fox was and Leah Thompson and... Crispin Glover. The illustrious Crispin Glover. <laughs> and see Thomas nails Howell. that role. See <laughs> Thomas Howell. What was that movie? Wasn't he in the movie where he like... Tried to get into the college and did the... Uh, yeah, Soul Man, I think it was called. Yeah. Soul Man. Yeah. yeah, that was unfortunate. <laughs> that <laughs> held up well. There's no yeah, Tropic exactly. Thunder. So. Yeah, I guess Tropic Thunder's okay. Though. I don't, under, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because it was done anymore. well and it, it still holds comic. up. It was comic. It was comedy. Well, so was Soul. 
Wasn't it supposed to be? Well, no, I think because Tropic Thunder, the joke was it's an actor going to ridiculous extremes. Like, yeah. they were pointing out how ridiculous it was, not... <laughs> how ridiculous is it in Soul Man? I mean, that's pretty it's... ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's go watch Soul Man for next week. <laughs> that's our homework. Oh, what were we supposed Hashtag. to watch last week? Transylvania 6 5000. <laughs> that's right. No, we did discuss that. I forget. But we did say... I did watch it. Yeah, so oh, you I. did watch it? Yeah. How was it? Damn I mean, it's good. exactly like I remember. <laughs> Excellent. I don't want to ruin it for you. I do love reading the hashtags I have written down over here that I'm going to post on the Instagram. I have them written down, and I don't remember most of what we... There's <laughs> From last week? Yeah. Yeah, I, I see stuffed crust pizza and hashtag boner pills. <laughs> <laughs> don't I remember any of that. Well, nope. <clears throat> oh, stick it right in my Cooper. That was a good one. I rem- <laughs> that one I do remember. <laughs> And uh, ass smuggling. I don't remember us talking about butt smuggling, but I guess we did. We talk about butts every episode. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of butt talk over here on uh, Plotty Time. We talk about games and butt stuff. <laughs> it's a very – our audience is massive. That, there's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of overlap between those groups. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get more into shows because I have, like, a whole backlog of shows I got to watch. So I'm planning to do – Catch up on Killing Eve and Legion next week. Oh, okay. Did you watch uh, Big Little Lies or whatever the hell it's called? I don't. I don't have anything against it. I just never got the opportunity. Yeah, I've heard it's good, and I don't know if I want to start watching it. It's over now. Yeah, a lot of people talking about it. I still haven't seen an episode of it. Well, I just know. I happen to know it's over. But <laughs> I've never seen it. Uh, I mean, it looks good. Maybe I'll give it a shot after I catch up on all my other bullshit. Oh, it takes forever to catch up. Does it? It does. That's it's going to be so much quicker now that I have two TVs. So I don't have goals. It takes time. I don't. I wouldn't say it's hard work. <laughs> like, you literally have to do nothing. I got plenty of time, but I ain't doing it. <laughs> like, I, did, weren't you the one saying, like, I have nothing but time? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I can't, I can't watch a television show. I don't, I don't know. It's been a while since I could get into one. That's interesting. You're more of like a movie guy lately. Get in there two hours, yeah, get out. That two hours. Thing. That's all you got from me. Unless you're Barry. Barry's a really good show. Barry or, Pepper. Uh, yeah, Barry the Pepper Wolf of show. Wall Street. Well, yeah. Shout like out to Barry Pepper, by the three way. Three-hour fucking movie. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Well, how about uh, some news? We got a whole bunch of Marvel news this week because of Comic-Con. Ooh, that's right. Lay it on me, Papa Scotch. Yeah, I don't fucking care. All right. So <laughs> I will fire up. They have the next... Five movie dates, release dates out right now. All right. When do, let me write it down so I got to take off of work. <laughs> okay. We got uh, May 1st, 2020 Boo. is Black Widow. All right. Uh, no- November 5th, 2020 is The Eternals. Okay. Which I guess I'll read what that is later. Um, then February 12th, 2021 is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So only two movies next year? Yeah. Yep. But uh, 2021 gets three. It's also getting uh, May 7th, 2021 is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And November 5th, 2021 is Thor, Love and Thunder, which I believe the guy who directed, uh, what's his name? Starts with a T. I forget his name. But the guy who directed Thor Ragnarok is directing Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, They brought him back. I can't remember his name. Yes. Shout out to Tahiki. Tahiki Watiti. Oh my god. I have no idea. The Eternals, I've have 
Can you explain what the Eternals are? I have no idea. I don't really know. I just know they're some kind of... They're immortal. Yeah. I, I imagine they're kind of like the... Uh, just a race on something. Not exactly sure. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I have no idea. I've never heard of them. Yeah, so those are the movies and then they're also bringing back they're bringing up a bunch of shows on the uh disney plus streaming service which oh. i guess we're all gonna have to buy now which is just great it's gonna take over for netflix but it's just disney shit yeah well it's not gonna be they're gonna buy everything probably and then put netflix under well, that's all right i mean then they'll license out netflix's stuff yeah netflix will probably just be a studio who knows we'll see what happens but uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier television show is going to be coming out uh, fall 2020. I don't like the name of that. Is that what it's called? I don't know if I, I don't know if I like the idea of a show for these Marvel guys. Not like the Hell's Kitchen stuff they were doing on Netflix. This is like the movie <laughs> universe becoming shows. What? There's a reality. <laughs> I wonder if it's going to be more like, like if it's going to be a season by season show or if it's just going to be like a limited series. You know what I mean? Like a six hour long. Yeah, that's what I'm thing. Know. I hope it's not a year-to-year thing. That's kind of... But uh, WandaVision is going to be out. That's with Elizabeth Olsen, character Scarlet Witch, and Paul Bettany. Uh, Don't know how he's still alive, but... Oh, yeah, spoilers, I guess. But that's going to come out in spring 2021. He died in a movie two years ago, so... I didn't know. (laughs) Fair point. Uh, Loki is going to have a TV show just named Loki at the moment. Is spring 2021. Are these all going to happen, like... Set in the past? Yeah, it's like, I like I love Loki. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be amazing. I'd watch the shit out of that Hell show. Yeah. There's also going to be a show called What If? And what I'm seeing from that is Jeffrey Wright narrating a... He's going to be playing the Watcher, who is a cosmic being that oversees the multiverse and will perceive the different versions of familiar stories. Yeah, okay. So basically, they can just make Marvel stories forever. Because they're establishing a multiverse. Yeah. Oh. Like, what if the, and the whole... Watcher sees all of it? Yeah. Apparently. It's his job. Like, he can watch a story and, like, tune the t- channel and be, like, watching a different universe. Kind of like Professor Farnsworth with the thing longer. Oh. In the what if machine? Yeah. Oh, yes. Obviously. But uh, they did say, they didn't say everybody who's going to be involved in what if, but they're saying a shitload of Marvel characters are going to be in it from, like, Haley Atwell to Natalie Portman will be reprising their roles. And that's summer 2021. None of those are like the big characters, though. Neither of those. Haley Atwell or... No. I mean, is like Robert Downey Jr. going to be in it? That's a good question. I probably not, unless they just pull up a dump truck to his house and start dumping money on the lawn. They have it. Do That's true. Not enough for him. He's doing Tropic Thunder 2. Well, I mean, he's not going to be doing that forever. (laughs) You don't know that. (laughs) But uh, there's also going to be... Uh, Captain Marvel 2, Fantastic Four, and Blade are coming out as well. They just don't have dates yet. I hope Wesley Snipes in it. No, it's... it's What's his name? Mahershala Oh, Mahershala Ali. Ali, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's a remake. He's going to be Blade. I don't know. Which is pretty badass. Uh, I, I like him, but I don't th- I don't see him as like a superhero type of actor. But Well, you will. I mean, he's such a good actor in everything he does. I, I think he'll pull it off. Well, I mean, Idris Elba did... So I can I can see it then I guess. Yeah. Uh, there's also Black Panther two, Guardians two are also announced, but again no dates. Guardians, it's got to be the third one. Guardians three, sorry, yes. Oh. <laughs> so that's a shitload of Marvel news that's coming out. 
for the next seven years. Yeah, you'll be hearing about it for at least two years. So, And then they're just going to use these as a way to print money until they just take everyone's all of it. Just all the money. <laughs> until everybody just works on that project and knows it stops anyway. That's why I just don't, that's yeah. why I don't watch your movies. Oh, they're so good. There's, mm, no. no sir. Hollywood just gets like bought by Disney, the city of... <laughs> And they're just a marble-making machine. That's all they do. No, I see them buying an island and making their own country. Marble country? So they don't have to pay taxes on anything they film. That would be... Re- that, wow. I mean, I don't think it's that easy, because if it was, then probably like uh, Ted Turner or someone would have done it by now. <laughs> yeah. You don't think he owns an island? But Oh, I think he does, but not for... And probably for tax evasion purposes. <laughs> I say that... Apropos of literally no evidence. <laughs> just... Well, I assume he's evading taxes. Well, just, yeah. yeah. You don't get that rich in paying your taxes. <laughs> exactly. It's expensive to be rich. So you got to <laughs> do something. Yeah, you got to cut corners where you can when you only have like $40 billion. Yeah, for real. But uh, you guys want to get into it? You want to talk about the game or do you guys got some other news you want to talk about? I got nothing. Oh, I for- did forget to tell you guys. I officially now locked in my pre-order for the TurboGrafx-16 Classic. Oh, oh, shit. I locked in my pre-order for uh, the Endgame. That's it. Oh, yeah, did I talk about this vacuum I got? <laughs> <laughs> now, we don't want you stealing all the groupies from the podcast. Wait, wait, what wait. Kind of, where are these? Is it a, what kind of vacuum is it? No, I just got a, like a, got a Bissell vacuum from fucking Amazon Prime Day. That's all. No. There's no story to it. That was the story. It, it was, was pretty good. It was on sale. Best one I heard today. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> Better than the ice sweat story. <laughs> I'm full of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bring us to the game. Tell us about All it, right. Papa Scotch. So this game, I forget who picked it. I think it's Chump Slap. Chump Slap picked it. Yes, I did. This game we're doing this week is the illustrious classic Dead Space. Woo, yeah. yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah, man. Great it was released on October 13th. 2008. Seven uh, years, one month, two days <laughs> after 9-11. And it shows. It sure does. <laughs> you can tell this is a plus seven game, yeah. for sure. But uh, it came out for PC, PlayStation 3, Xbox 360. It was created by EA Redwood Shores, or Visceral Games, basically. And then it was published by EA. Now, this game... It was made by Visceral. That was the name of the game company that got bought and then closed their doors October 2017, which is a bummer because I would like to use this opportunity to bring up some of the games they did do. Yeah, let's hear it. Good ones. Which uh, Tiger Woods 2000 to 2007, they did all of them. Those are the best is, ones. They are. Eight I fucking love the Tiger Woods games. <laughs> Eat Lavender? Is that what you just said Eight Platinums. <laughs> Eight Platinums for you. Eight Platinums, yeah. Fun fact, too, Dead Space was the first game I ever platinumed and my first trophy. Then, oh, he's been 11 chasing years that ago. dragon ever since. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but they also made the Simpsons game. Which one? Uh, the the open world one, like where you're driving around. Oh, the crazy taxi one? No, like the, the Grand Theft Auto version in Simpsons World. Video game? The phone I game? I did not know this existed. Yeah, what the hell are you yeah, talking it's, about? Called the Simpsons game came out in oh. 2007. Yeah, okay, I remember that. All uh, right, action platformer based on the animated television series. Blah 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 blah. And it came out for PSP. 
But uh, there's some other really gig. Oh boy, birds <laughs> other whirly gigs. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's other whirly birds. But uh, they did NASCAR Rumble, obviously oh. one of the classics. Yeah. I still play uh, it. the Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Lord of the Rings Third Age, uh, Bond, 007 from Russia with Love. Uh, there's a couple of them in here. Uh, those are the big ones. But it's a damn shame they're gone now. I guess they just got absorbed by EA. Like everything else. Yeah. Oh, they did do, so I forgot to scroll down, but they did Dante's Inferno. Remember that game? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Battlefield Hardline. Ooh, I thought you were going to say Battletoads. I was getting psyched. <laughs> no, they're not that cool. But uh, Battlefield Hardline, and it was written by, we do have some people that had the guts to put their names on this, <laughs> probably because it's, Cause it's, probably yeah. it's written extremely well. It was written by Warren Ellis, Rick Remender, who is a uh, repeat offender on our podcast. He also wrote Bulletstorm, the game, huh. and uh, Anthony Johnston. So, Jumpslap, why don't you give us a little bit of a lead-in to the story here? Tell us uh, where, where are we at when the game starts. Uh, we're in the year 2508 on the ship. The USG Kellyan, I believe. And you're flying to repair another ship that's anchored to Aegis 7, which is a planet that is being mined or near other planets that are being mined. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, there's definitely people on the surface. Yeah, I assumed it was all just mining operations. Yeah, that's what we're led to believe. And uh, with the USG Ishimura being, I, was the Ishimura always there? And it was the the point was for them to transfer the goods. I don't know. They call it a planet cracker, so I assume it has something. Yeah. yeah, they talk about it in the beginning of the game. Like, there's a couple videos where you watch when you walk in the door, where it's like the Ishimura, the famous Ishimura. It's been on 200. I kind of think of it as the the Vulcan ship from the new Star Wars movie, the first one. Is it a really famous Vulcan ship that's been? Used multiple times. It's not Vulcan, sorry, Romulan ship. That's used to like drill into planets and take their yeah. stuff. It's just like crap. Oh, that's the one where they had the fight on the platform and that one dude like opened his parachute way late and then went into the, the fire. Yeah. Yeah. That was an awesome scene. I remember I I remember movies. <laughs> Sometimes I remember specific scenes. But I remember they like drilled right straight into a Earth's core or the planet's core and stuff. That's kind of what I thought this was. Yeah, I think actually when they do it here, they actually blow up. Yeah, it's called planet cracking. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just grab pieces of the planet, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, some pretty big pieces. Yeah, sometime they later they say like osmium and silicon and stuff that's full of it. Stuff they need. Yeah. But, uh, yep, you're right. The year is 2508. The playable character, your character, is a guy by the name of Isaac Clark, who is an engineer and is like, 50 years old and kicks more ass than we ever could possibly hope to. And amazingly, there's not a single train on this. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> How, did you have that locked and loaded? No, I just down. thought of it now. <laughs> Let me scroll it out so I don't say it again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, there are trams. Yeah. There are trams. That's true. And uh, you also see that your girlfriend's on the Ishimura. And you're trying to... Oh, yeah, you're trying to like re meet up with her again. Is he really 50 years old in this game? Yeah. Oh, okay. Shut yeah. the fuck up. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a video game character. Like, he can be whatever age he wants. Oh, I thought he was like 20-something, maybe 30. No, I forget where I saw that. I'll have to research where I found that, because I remember reading it in an article. Papa Scotch's Miracle Land, where he makes up stuff. <laughs> I Dude, it's live so there. fun there. <laughs> <laughs> I have a unicorn so fun. there. But uh, so the the game starts them responding to the distress signal. They get on board the ship, and pretty much immediately all hell breaks loose. Well, they crash into yeah. the ship, don't they? they fuck up rocking <laughs> into the ship. Are they going there to re- repair the ship? Or yeah, they were doing, responding to a distress call. I guess they're there to repair things that are wrong with it. Yeah. So it was was it an SOS? But they're just repairing, or did they go? I didn't understand that part, but. I don't think it matters. Yeah, because they crash into the side of it anyway. Yes. And it's you and a couple people walking around. Yes. You notice that everything's empty. They're like, oh. That's where you have Commander Zach Hammond and Computer Specialist Kendra Daniels. Good old KD. But there's a whole other group of people that come on board with you. Yeah. I think two or three, actually. But they get murdered yeah, pretty much instantly. instantly. Yeah. <laughs> like the door- almost, almost immediately. That happens a lot in the game where you're in a room and you can see a room and then the doors lock around you and you see people die. Yeah. How many fucking sp- – or is that how space stations are just built with side-by-side rooms where you can just look at the other people and it's like, you can't get here, though. I guess. You yeah. have to walk all the way around. I mean, it makes sense that they'd have, like, airlocks, you know, like a battleship or whatever to keep the water out. Of an area, like if it's breached, or the you know air, what I mean, or the air in, or the air, yeah, or the air in. Yeah, it makes sense, but I don't think they're all clear and floor to ceiling. Yeah, you can just see like every that. other part. Yeah, so you you, yeah. Wa- you watch a lot of people die through windows. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty brutal too. <laughs> oh yeah, this game's bloody as hell. It's fucking great. Yeah, it is. And and you after the uh, the no names die instantly, you set off to get the tram working so you can go to the rest of the ship. Yes. So I have a question though. Yeah, dude. About the the Kellyan crashing into the Ishimura dock. Do we find out later that that was uh intentional and like someone tricked them or was that just a coincidence? I they they try and dock and then something doesn't work on the Ishimura. I don't know if we ever find out for sure. Yeah. Uh it might just be no one's there to Yeah. engage it or something like that. Gotcha. Yeah, cuz sorry. They say the tether's not working and do oh, He's like crap. All right, well we're going to have to do it manual. No, that's a fucking death sentence. We're doing it anyway. And they land. Well, they crash. Crash land. It was a controlled crash. <laughs> there you <we> go. <laughs> but uh, so basically you are, you, you get there, all hell breaks loose. Everybody gets attacked. You run away. And the only survivors from that group, as far as you can tell, are yourself, obviously, Hammond and Daniels. Yeah, you're kind of just going through various parts of the ship, trying to get things back online. Right. And trying to find your girlfriend, yeah. if she's still around, and any other survivors on the ship. Senior medical officer. Yeah, because you don't notice anybody. The power's out. There's no lights. Nothing. Spooky. Yeah. You get the computers back online. You fix the tram. He said he wanted something spooky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> but uh, I really like, just to bring this up, this is a good time, but... uh. I really like the health display, like uh, on your back, how it does that. Yeah, it's no HUD. And it's like, it's like in the HUD, and like everything is in the world of the game. You don't go to a main menu anywhere, it just keeps you there. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Definitely. I thought that was great. You can't pause when you look at your inventory and you still get attacked. Yeah. yeah. 
I like it because it keeps like the immediacy of it. Yeah, it is a survival horror game. Yeah, and yeah. when you go out to like the vacuum of space, you only have like a minute or something. Yeah, of air. air. It's like get the and uh, yeah. So basically, the mission instead of being salvage this ship, it was it's now we have to get this up and running because we don't have a ride home and we have to stay alive. Yeah, because you try and get the Kellyan back up and running and uh, it blows up. I forget why. If it gets attacked by some stuff. Like your pod to get back to the Kellyan blows up. And you're stuck yeah. on the Ishimura. So. Yeah, that's after after Daniels and Hammond get to the bridge. Yeah. They're like, what's going on down there? Well, they tell you to go to the Kellyan and try and get. But it doesn't work. And uh, we should also note in here that you get a lot of uh, headbutting between Hammond and Daniels. Yeah, I don't really like either of them. I didn't really care for either of them either, but I liked how Daniels kept trying to be like, hey, man, we need to do this. Yo, by the way, I don't know what the deal is with Hammond. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I trust him. It's like, did you bring this place to shit? Yeah, be careful, I guess. It, like, she keeps planting those seeds of doubt in your mind. And then, and you, like, when I was playing the game, I remember being like, yeah, what's that bastard up to? <laughs> like, there's something going on she here. played you like a fiddle, Papa Scotch. Yeah, she did. She absolutely did. Oh, those pretty eyes. Yeah, I didn't trust her one bit. But uh, but if you watch it, like, knowing the twist there, and you watch it again, you're like, yeah, Hammond's kind of, like, stern and kind of curt, but he's trying to save his, everybody's fucking life. And on it, the shit, and like it's his job, he's he's <laughs> yeah, he has a good reason to be a dick, and he's in charge, so you should be listening to him anyway. And like, he never did anything to have any doubts. He's like, "We gotta go do this. I'll meet you there." And then he meets you there. He doesn't lock you in rooms and say, "Good luck, buddy. I'll meet you when you kill all these." <laughs> Does Hammond know crazy monsters? The secret? I don't think so. Because yeah, I mean, if he does, he's just being a dick the whole time, just playing you like a fiddle. No, I don't. I think he's completely in the dark. I got the idea that he was completely in the dark of what was going on. Okay. I don't know, man. It was very tricky to figure out who was in the right here. So after you're after you're stuck on the Ishimura, they send you on a little quest to get the rig codes from the captain because obviously he's dead. You gotta go to the med deck. Yeah. Which is where you find the kinesis module, which is one of the cool things that Dead Space does with the engineering weapons yeah that's i have nothing bad to say about it all i like how it's used to solve puzzles it's used to move huge things you can't carry and it's also used as a weapon yeah yeah and you can like chuck their own severed body parts back at them yeah which is always fun i love that i love everything about that made awesome in half-life 2 or half-life 4 never played it and uh, i don't understand like what games are those i never heard of them are they new yeah they they just came out recently. He's being all hipster about it. Well, I don't know. Was there a game that, <laughs> a game that used telekinesis tool before? I was trying to make a joke, and you're like, yeah, let's just, I'll go with this. Cause <laughs> I know, but was, it. was that like the first game that used it? Or well, I honestly don't remember. Yeah. I don't. It's been so long since I played Half-Life. But if it is, fucking awesome. Good for them. <laughs> just wondering. <laughs> So you end up having to blow open the door to get in the medical bay, which is apparently where your girlfriend would be if she was alive. Oh, we did forget to mention very briefly that uh, the person that gave you the kinesis module was like dying. They're like, here you go. You need this. And then they die. <laughs> I think that happened a couple a couple too many times, yeah. like two or three times. Yeah. 
It's like you oh. walked in on someone sitting there, and they're like, "Here, go right later, dead." Can't die until I give this to somebody. Oh, thank God, my life's quest is complete. Yeah, they should make a game where you play those guys. You just wait for someone to come, and you're like, "All right, here you go." <laughs> it's like I, I think I'm gonna get a soda. No, I gotta sit here. I gotta wait. I gotta wait till <laughs> this engineer guy comes in. I, I'll hand it off. He's gonna, he's gonna come. <laughs> and maybe it's part of the Dead Space Extended Universe. And while you're the doing DSEU. All... <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to call everything something something you. Yeah, that's the way it is. Yeah. So while you're doing all this to get in, you start finding random audio files and stuff talking about the marker and the science of unitology and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And the religion that has arisen from this monument they found, I guess I'll call it. It's a marker. Well, yes, but... It... <laughs> It's called The Marker. Yes. Right. I think Monument's a good way to explain it. It's like two stories tall. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. And uh, so I basically read this as these are space Scientologists, right? That's kind of how I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, aren't Scientologists space Scientologists? Well, I mean, in the grand Fair universe, point. yeah. I don't think they have uh, a marker, so to speak, but uh, they believe in alien souls in a volcano for some reason. Oh, yeah. Well, this I learned that from South Park. We all did. <laughs> Yay. So and while this is going on, Hammond and Daniels get attacked, and you see a video of them, and then all of a sudden, Hammond's on the mic, and he's like, I don't know what happened to Daniels. She just disappeared. That seems to happen a lot between both of these people. <laughs> oh, their, their comms have gone low. Yeah, which makes you like, it really sells that... Uh, Mysterious, which one of them's lying to you? Thing, yeah. Because you're like, I don't know what happened. They just left, and then like Hammond will leave, and you'll get him back and find him. It's like, where were you? It's like I was fixing shit, asshole. <laughs> like, where do you think I was? Yeah, I mean, you send me to do all the stuff. Because after you find the rig codes, they send you to fix the engines because they're offline and the orbit's decaying. So we got to fix that so we don't die from that. Yeah, and. While you're doing that, you use your telekinesis to throw switches. Why can't you just touch the switches? And if you had telekinesis, would you touch switches? I wouldn't. I don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> I'd never touch anything again. I'd never get, leave the couch. You kidding? I just have. I'd have my fridge for sure in the living room. Oh yeah, <laughs> because you need a straight line to it. You know, it can't be in another room. Do you? I've thought about this a lot. <laughs> like, what I would do with... I can open doors and go into other rooms with mine. Nice. But you'd have to walk to those other rooms. Nope. Like a sucker. <laughs> I astral project myself onto those other rooms. How do you go to the bathroom, though? That's the only problem. Just, you make your piss just float <laughs> into the toilet from yeah. where you're sitting. <laughs> you need a straight line to the toilet. Do you? I guess if you have good enough aim, though. That's what I'm saying. You guys don't have very good telekinesis. That's where we'll, yeah, we'll work together. I'll use my telekinesis. You'll astral project yourself to the bathroom <laughs> so it's not weird. And then he can, he can guide it. All right, a little to the left, a little to the right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's how we'd use our superpowers, ladies and gentlemen, to not get up anymore. I doubt there's any ladies listening. Well, I might even float <laughs> myself to the bathroom at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because he can't pick himself up with his telekinesis. He doesn't do it through the alarm. True, episode, at least. true. Yeah, it will the like the pushing things away is a burst. So can you imagine uh 
you're peeing, and then I go to move your pee, and it just blows up everywhere. <laughs> it's like, like, oh, you fuck. All over you the did wall. it again, you piece of shit. Oops. Use your telekinesis and clean it up. <laughs> I still haven't mastered it. <laughs> oh, man. That's, a, that's at least a sketch, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, where do we go from here, Dr. Scientist? Well, after you fix Let's the engines for like the, your 10th job you had to do so far since you got there. Then like Kendra starts telling you about the marker and how it's on board and blah blah blah. And eventually you get to the bridge where they where you start getting hit by asteroids. Not you, but the ship does. Because why not? Oh, because I'll tell you why. Because the asteroid defense system was down. Yeah, the ADS. <laughs> so you have to go and man a cannon and try and knock all these asteroids out of space, which is probably the worst part of the game. Alright, up to this point, are you like the only one with a gun? You don't even have a gun. Well, you have tools made. You to use shoot. mining tools. Yeah. But nobody else does? I assume the other people do because they're making it around the ship. Yeah, but they're just easy. running around and hiding. They're like, something showed up and, oh, they took off this way. I ran this way. I know when uh, Hammond eats it, he has a pistol. Uh, yeah, yeah. A what's the rifle. He has a pulse rifle. So I assume he found them somewhere or brought them with him or took them from the guys that died in the beginning because they were Yeah, armed. I'm just saying up to this point. He's like, you don't know. They don't show you anything. He tells you that. Yeah. Hammond actually tells you that. To kill them, you have to shoot their limbs off. Like, how does he know that? Unless he has a gun, but you I never mean, see him. written in blood all over all the walls in the game. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, is you it? You can figure it out. Which is fucking awesome. Shoot Like, Isn't that off. like the, one of the first things you see is just a big fucking blood spot on the wall that says, like, sever the limbs. Yeah, I'm something like, like yes, that. Yes, <laughs> I am so fucking on board already. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Don't shoot him at the body because it doesn't do anything. Yeah, fuck headshots. Pointless. Unless you take off the head. So then you right that does work for some enemies. Yeah, but most of them don't have really like you can't really sever the neck, the necklace. So you reactivate the ADS and save them from the asteroids. And all oh, this is where uh, this is where Hammond's like, "Hey, you're." He's like, "I have no idea where Kendra is." She's like, "She's just gone." Yeah, yeah. We can't get a hold of her. And I'm pretty sure this is the point where he's like, "Somebody hacked my." comms systems and I can't talk to you. Yeah, it seems to happen a lot in this game. Yeah, too, a it's like somebody's hacking my shit. I mean, you could have, they could have just went with like, hey, we're in a big, huge fucking piece of metal. Radio waves aren't going to get through all that great. But these, but no, they're like, I'm pretty sure these comms are made to use on ships like this though. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, they're going, they're going there for this purpose. I would think so. Yeah. Well, maybe they, uh, the onboard Wi-Fi was down. That's true. Do you guys even That's think true. of that for a second? He didn't even restart the Wi-Fi. No, they just restarted the computers. They if never they reset just, the modem or anything. Yeah, if they just unplugged the router for a second. You never did that. <laughs> you had the telekinesis, too. It would have been easy. Stupid games in 2008. Don't even think of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. And then, as soon as you... All that, then you find out that the oxygen is fucked, and you got to go to the hydroponics bay and try and restore that. Yeah, What what's that video? He's, you see, like, a doctor kills a captain or somebody... Yeah, like they they kind of mutiny, but not they. Like he the, stabs the guy in the eye. Yeah, and he's like, "I just tried to cure him. I didn't mean to kill him." It's you like, see a lot f- of videos yeah. like that along the way of just people being slightly crazier and crazier. Yeah, yeah. There, the apparently the story was on the Ishimura. The captain was going insane, probably because of the marker. The marker was making people insane. Yeah. Yes. And they went to relieve him of duty and then accidentally killed him. It didn't seem much so of an accident, but... You don't no, accidentally it did not. stab that's somebody it... in the eye with a fucking screwdriver. 
that's his story, man. I don't know. <laughs> I saw to, the video. If you're trying to stab him in the shoulder and he moves, I guess you could. Maybe. Yeah. Right. But if you're subduing someone, you don't want to start with a stab, right? I'm not a police officer. I have no idea. Uh, but it's, I wouldn't run in with a knife first, you know? I don't know. No, that's yeah, you'd shoot him first. <laughs> <laughs> that way you're not even anywhere near him. Yeah, get the hell out of here. He ain't stabbing nothing. But you, you again end up going to like try and chemistry up an antigen and make the air better. Yeah. Okay. Because he's... <laughs> All right, this part where it was a little too much. It's like, just go to the chemistry set we have in the fucking... I don't even know where they're sending you. You go a bunch of places. Didn't they also say... I think it was at this point. It might have been a little bit later. But uh, you had to... Like, it was the third or fourth thing in a row that you had to fix or everyone was going to die. Yeah, it happens a lot. And, and like, I think Hammond said something along the lines of, can't we ever get a break? Jesus. And it's just... (laughs) Yeah, he's like, oh, now this. Awesome. But along the way to do your chemistry experiment, you meet a crazy scientist behind glass. Dr. Callus Mercer? Yes. Is that his name, Callus? Yeah. I just called him Mercer on my yeah, so did I. I'm glad you said it because I could Love that it. flashback, too. And Beardo. <laughs> he kind of reminds me of the crazy scientist from The Suffering. Fair, yeah. I the one that's that. in... Uh, the psych building, psych ward part. The ghost scientist? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Except for a, like a way less ridiculous accent. I wouldn't go that far, but. Okay, fair. <laughs> You're right. You don't want to commit to that. I get it. It's he fine. does have a ridiculous accent in this, too. It just like locks you in a building and like unleashes some type of regenerating necromorph on you. Yeah, his, his special child, I guess. Who's annoying if you ever play the game. It's so it's. Is this guy all right? This is this is the part where I'm like, this is kind of like Prometheus, where the the cyborg guy was just trying to make other life. Spoiler alert for Prometheus, but how dare you? You know what I'm saying? I think he's just being driven crazy too, and he's just doing crazy science stuff. Yeah, but he's making like these people die so they can become these creatures. Well, yeah, it's part of their crazy religion too. Yeah, yeah, they're looking for a transformation. Maybe I just watched Prometheus, and that's why. (laughs) (laughs) It's possible. But it is kind of like that, though. And uh, after chemistrying up, you start heading towards the hydroponics bay, because that's where they recycle all the oxygen. And you find Ham in there, just laying on the ground, kind of chilling. Oh, is this when your girlfriend opens the door for you? Yeah. Well, yeah. uh, Do you see her? That's a little bit later. Yeah. But he says there's something huge in the food storage area. Watch out. I kind of got a glimpse of it. Uh, and it yeah, and he like, the air is bad, so he can't yeah. be in there. Yeah, he's like, don't take your helmet like... off because you won't be able to breathe. Yeah, that's another thing. You see these guys all the time, and none of, neither of them have their helmets on. But you have yours on all the time. Yeah. You're an engineer. I I gathered, and this is taking some logical leaps probably, but I gathered that their ship, if they did have suits to like be outside and engineer some shit, then they were probably still on the ship. That blew up. Fair enough. Like, Isaac came to work, ready to work. They're like, yeah, we don't really, that's kind of Isaac's thing. You know, ours are back at the ship if we need them. You to go look at this big fucking creature that he's talking about? After you put the chemistry stuff in the filtration system to clean the air. Yeah, it, it's like, that'll kill it. 
Yeah. Oh my god! It and then you get kill attacked it. by. Oh. <laughs> it like barely opens the one door. <laughs> <laughs> like shrivels off a part of it. It's like, oh, that wasn't enough. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't think you're really even close. It's like, oh man, that didn't kill it. What? Go in there and see if you can do something. Yeah. <laughs> so you fight the huge necromorph. Yeah. Why do these necromorphs grow explosive parts on their body? No reason. Suicide. Aliens. No reason. There's got to be some kind of evolutionary reason for it. Uh, yeah, they're like the suicide bombers of their species. Kind of like uh, honeybees that kill themselves after they sting well, you. That makes sense because they have to kill the other life form to become them anyway. Yeah. So might as well. Yeah, the one scientist explains that they either breed new ones or kill things to make yeah, new ones. They become bio recombinators, is what she called it. Bio recombinators. Yeah, recycled dead tissue. Yeah, it's kind of like a, neat a fungus. Word. Gross. It's the longest word I heard in a minute, so. <laughs> Felt right to write it down. <laughs> yep. I'm going to say it at least twice more. And after you, after you fight the huge necromorphs, I have written down that Hammond disappears, which he does a couple of times during the game. You kind of lose comms with him. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is the part where yeah. he and says somebody's been blocking his comms. Yeah. And then uh, plan six or seven is now to send an SOS by attaching the SOS beacon to an asteroid and ejecting it out the Ishimura to try and get people to come and save you. Why couldn't they just, like, these beacons don't have their own little rockets that they could just shoot off with? Well, this one was already set, I guess, and somewhere in oh, the Oh, and the rocket was gone. Yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly what. There was some kind of reason they gave. Like, you had to blast this beacon off an asteroid to get it further away from the planet so it could be heard for, or something like that. Yeah. Oh, like the radio waves from the planet are interfering or some shit. Yeah. 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 And then something you, like that. Then you see your girlfriend, and she helps guide you around to find uh, the beacon and your asteroid. Jesus Christ, you're always talking about your girlfriend. You've only been dating for two weeks, you freak. Isaac Clark. Well, he's 50 years old. He's got to sow his oats while he can. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for the uh, review there at the end. Oh, yeah. You get the beacon and you attach it to the asteroid and you eject it out the thing. And then you see there's a USM ship. Yeah. USM Valor. What's L M military? I assume so. And G was geo geology. Geographical. Whatever. Geological. And they get your SOS and they're gonna but you can't answer them because the comms array is off for some reason. Oh, I know the reason. <laughs> Cause there's a big alien <laughs> on a on a door you have to open to send the echoes out or some weird shit. Then you get to this mini cannon mini game. Which is uh, the second most annoying part in the game. Yeah, I remember that being annoying. Is the most annoying part of the game the other cannon yeah. portion? Okay, <laughs> with gotcha. The, with the asteroids, you got to try and snipe out of the air. Oh, yeah. I remember that being a trophy. Like, you had to hit a certain percentage or not take a certain amount of damage, and I remember being in that turret quite a bit. <laughs> That's yeah. probably the reason why I didn't get the platinum, was that trophy. That's probably the reason I stopped playing the game. <laughs> but yeah, I have cannon versus big, big guy. Yeah. And then you, you kill him because, yeah. of course, he's made of explosive pieces. And you can. Which I don't really understand. Like, I get how the alien virus uh, invades the host people and it turns them into those slasher things. Sure, I'll buy that. But how does it make different other alien masses? Like that big ass one that's on the outside or the other huge one in the air ducts? I assume that's just the bio recombinators taking. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 
taking the organic material and making like whatever the hell they want with it. Like that's what I would assume too. Recombinating it, if you will. Yes. You know what I mean? Because once you're dead, they just use your bio, your organic material to make. I kind of also see it as like a, I don't want to say hive mind, but. Make it maybe a second hive mind. Yeah. That they wanted to ship off. Kind of like a queen off of a, that's controlling the other ones and guiding it. And it just like gets a, bigger. Like a princess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. Well, we know there's the hive mind in the fucking. Yeah, but that's why I didn't want to use hive mind, but. Yeah. But anyway, you get hive my junior. You fix the comms for like your tenth engineering duty of the day, and you can finally talk to the valor. But it's already too late. They got an escape pod with a necromorph, and now it's on it. And then they crash into the side of Ishimura. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You kill this fucking thing just to get your comms open to talk to him, and it's like nobody's talking back. Yeah, and, and all of a sudden, it's a pretty <laughs> good ship to take the second big ship that runs into it. And still stay kind of whole. Well, it was it was a famous ship. 200 some missions, if I remember correctly. The Ishimura? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is a planet cracker. Yeah, it's the best of its class. That's why they sent it here. The Aegis 7. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. shaking your head. <laughs> Let's, move it. Let's move it along here. All right. This is where you watch Hammond get killed. Yeah, he, he's back and then says, someone's been blocking my signal. We can get parts from the Valor and... Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, and then he just comes out a door with an alien. Yeah, and you kind of have to watch him die. You can't save him. Why couldn't you shoot him? You can't. They, you, the alien's like invincible, wasn't it? It's, they have to have him die. It's part of the story, I guess. Yeah, I guess. You can't do anything. You're also just uh, you're skipping over the whole thing with Dr. Kine. Well, I was going to get right back to that, but... Gotcha. Okay, I'll start. I'll stop stepping on your toes there. No, Sorry. no, you could be, you could say, all right, we missed Dr. Kine. So what does he say when you contact yeah, let's, him? Yeah, let's talk about Dr. Kine. I don't have it written down. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I just saw Dr. Kine in the notes. I was like, oh, shit. No, Dr. Kine contacts you while you're trying to get the parts. And he says, instead of escaping, why don't you take the marker and return it to the planet and it'll solve all the yeah. problems. He's like, that'll stop. But he doesn't say it that calmly. He kind of says it crazily. Spaddle stopper. <laughs> yeah, like you don't know whether he's yeah, just... Yeah, fucking Kendrick Daniels is talking you out of it. She's like, I don't know. He's crazy, man. He might, if you want to try it, go ahead, but... And then you watch Hammond die. And, and I did I did like just right before this sequence, before he died, uh, you have a three-way call with him and Daniels, and Hammond's like, look, this shit's over. We're not going to try to save this ship. We're yeah. getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's why he sends you for the parts from the yeah. Valor's trying. You need a battery or something. The nav cards have been is that what it removed. Is? So engineering duty number 11, you got to fix the net, find new nav cards to install into the ship. Nice. And you run into the crazy scientist guy. Or no, you see a video no, of him. Don't you find a lady who shoots herself in the head first? Yeah. Well, I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> yeah. She kind of just sits there and shoots her head off. Yeah. That's pretty rad. I thought that was me. She was lounging for hours waiting for someone to show up. So she was she like, thank God you can fucking watch me kill myself. Talk about needy. I know. She could have just she... P- put it on a podcast or yeah, something. Yeah, really. Had to have an audience. You know, <laughs> just selfish, you know? So selfish. Ignorant, too. And you see some other stuff about unitology and the guy going off on things about the marker and our transformations and blah, blah, blah. And blah, blah, blah. Get the marker. Yeah. 
Oh, this sends is, his creation at you more often. This is where uh, Kendra Daniels tells you about what the hell it is that you're actually doing there, why the marker's there, what it is. Is that Soon. this part? Yeah. Am I getting ahead of myself? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, there's a huge backstory and a huge contingent of this story that has to do with the space Scientologists. Yeah. And the marker, and the fact that we didn't even mention it. Well, no, we'll mention it when it comes up. Uh, we're almost there. Yeah. And then, well, they, they explained to you that the, the unitology thinks the marker's divine and shows, uh, I guess, what God's plans are for you or whatever. Yeah. It's a lot like the, the asteroid cult where it's like you have to die yeah. to become. And their plan is to pick up the marker and, I guess, fly back to the ship. But as soon as you get meet up with this crazy scientist guy with the marker on the ship, he gets shot, and Kendra flies away like a little bitch, and then explains exactly what the marker is. Oh, yeah. She's just like, I'm a plane, you motherfucker. Yeah. I'm from the government. Marker was a government test. We kept it in Area 51 forever. Yeah. Until those freaks stormed it in 2019, and then... <laughs> and we had to fly it away at age seven. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, that would be that would have been a great, great part to the story. So I, we knew they were, they were idiots. They told us all about it weeks ahead of time. So <laughs> we so just we moved just, all the cool shit out. And they thought they weren't going to shoot him. <laughs> but uh, she explains that the marker is a man-made copy of something they discovered on Earth, which seems convoluted, but okay. Yeah, what did the thing on Earth do? I guess create humans. Is that what we're led to believe? We never. I guess they never took the marker off of Earth, so you don't know what it is. Is it a lot like the thing in? Uh, 2001. Oh, the uh, like monkeys. The monolith to the monolith, and it's like, Ooh. oh, the movie. <laughs> no, not 9/11. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, the now, um, so, yeah, I was kind of thrown by this part. So the marker is just a copy. Yes, that's of what the she real marker. Yeah, and they brought it there, and shit started hitting the fan, so they quarantined the system by putting it on this planet. Well, after the planet. Did the the hive mind, where did that come from? I assume the marker made it. I don't know exactly. It, create, it recom, recombinated. There's a, a bio-recombinator of all the dead. <laughs> well, that's something that uh, you don't even hear about until you're 80-some percent way through the game. Dr. Kind's like, oh, well, we should be able to take down the hive mind. You're like, wait, the what? Like, where did yeah. this come from? <laughs> the hive mind's on the planet. The oh, marker yeah. kept it in check. Yeah, you didn't know that fucking final enemy was coming, did you? <laughs> but yeah, she's saying they left it there, and then I guess the Ishimura was breaking quarantine on the planet when I tried to... Yeah, the Ishimura was taken over by religious zealots to take the marker back. Yeah. Because they weren't even supposed to be there. Yeah. A lot like Dante and Clerks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because most of the crew or a big contingent of the crew were uh, unitologists, and I keep wanting to say Scientologists. Totally different thing. Don't sue us. <laughs> but um, a big group of them were uh, the unitologists that basically took over the mission. Yeah, it was the planet crack, the but I guess up. are they were they trying to? They did say that they were putting the marker there to study the effects of what would happen. Yeah, but I'm wondering if it had been there for a long time or if. They literally were just well, taking said, it there. It got close to Aegis, the other marker, and that's what activated it. They said, Kendra said it was put on the planet over 100 years ago. By the okay, government. gotcha. 
Yeah, because it because it created weird shit. Yeah, like they tried to make a copy and they fucked it up. That's what I understood. That would make a lot more sense. And then, then they put the quarantine that no one's supposed to go near it. Yeah, they like throw it out on this planet and yeah. nobody will ever be there. So it's man's hubris that's caused this whole thing. <laughs> Isn't that always the case? Classics. Yeah. <laughs> it can't just be about aliens killing us, you know. Always no. has to be a mess. But, uh, Kendra starts flying away with the marker. And Nicole comes and tells you that we got to stop the marker from getting, we got to put it back where it make us whole again and blah, blah, blah. So you go through this little jumping through hoops to get the thing to return to, to get the marker, return it to the planet. Yeah. And you return the marker to the planet then. And Kendra escapes and comes back and takes it right back off where yeah. you put it. And then you end up fighting the hive mind. Cause the hive mind destroys Kendra. Yeah. Just, <laughs> Flattens her. It just like throws her against the wall. Her head pops off. Yeah. That was a cool part. That was great. <laughs> we didn't even talk about the video that she showed you, which was a dick move. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, you can talk about it now, Papa Scott. Yeah, so she time. shows you this video, right? And uh, the video is like. It's two girls, yeah, one cup. Yeah, it was very out of place, <laughs> but it worked with the story. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a video of Nicole basically saying, you know, the ship's overrun. I don't know what to do. And then she kills herself. Yeah. And she's been dead this whole time. And the marker has been making you see and talk to her. Now, did you know? Did you have? What are you trying to say? Spit as Isaac Clark, did you have? Did you know it was the whole video? Because she's like, look, you're, you're insane. You know, you've seen this video before. But you're watching it like in the beginning of the game. When you're on the ship going to Ishimura and you just see like the beginning of it. Right, but I don't think you had that part. I think it was a different video. That's what I gathered yeah, from I think it, at least. You didn't like, get it was a chance to see the whole thing. So you didn't get a chance the whole time. And she's like, ha-ha, you are insane, because look, she's dead. Yeah, like, that was the whole thing. And it's kind, of, it's kind of like hinted at through the whole game, because people keep talking about seeing people who are dead. And Yeah, and she's not the only one who says, make us whole again. Yeah. I think... Dr. Callis Mercer said it. Yeah, crazy, man. Yeah, yeah and I did like the sequences. They don't really... We didn't talk about it yet, but there's the ones where uh, Kendra will be like on the comms and she'll be like, I thought I saw my brother. She's like, but that's not even possible. Yeah. But that's not possible. Yeah. We don't yeah. even get into why her brother's dead. And there's a there's a couple of times you hear people on like a audio log saying they see people and they know they can't be there. Which is pretty fucking creepy. So the marker was making you see things just to influence you, I guess. Yeah. The marker made you insane. Yeah. To what? Kill yourself? To become dead so to it could what it bio recombinate it. That's Stop trying to say bio recombinator in every goddamn sentence. <laughs> it just sums it up so nicely. But it, it's a nice little twist at the end that she's been dead the whole time and your mind's been fucked with too. Yeah. You weren't really staying sane the whole time. That's pretty obvious though, if you're paying attention during the game. It's like, oh, she just happens yeah, I mean, to show obvi- up. It's obvious when you see it the second time. But Right, like you see her on the video yeah, and everything's yeah. It's like, oh, maybe she did make it. That's pretty cool. And then you, she shows up and helps you, and things are like something's a little off, but but it's yeah, she's the only survivor, right. and she's but it's still her. possible. Well, yeah, and then survivors. the third time, she's make she's all weird. Like yeah. something's definitely definitely yeah. going on. But there's a an asteroid aimed at the planet, and you escape just before it cracks. Yeah, after you kill the hive mind. So if like you actually just if you would have bounced and just let the asteroid hit the hive mind, it would have been fine. I think the hive mind was keeping you kind of there. Well, it would have probably lashed out and hit yeah, the ships yeah. you tried to take off then, but I was just wondering. 
Guess we'll never know. But you escape right before the planet gets cracked. Get Warren Ellis on the phone. He'll tell me. Now here's the, <laughs> now it was it was explained to us that the visions that everyone was having, the whole point was to get the marker back to the planet. Like the marker itself yeah. wanted to be on the planet. The visions were showing people to do that, yeah. But the unitologists were the ones that wanted to take it. Right, but why does why does the marker want to be on that planet specifically? Do they ever explain to it? make them whole again? Good point. Thanks, Chump Slap. <laughs> Fucking nailed it again. Wait, <laughs> it's like if you open a Coca Cola bottle in the underwater in a pool. It's like, ah, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Put the lid back on. Save as much Coke as you can. Okay. I have a lot that's of lot of follow-up you know I mean? questions on that example. <laughs> yeah, that's not. We'll have a whole episode dedicated to the Coke bottle underwater. All right. I'm just saying, if you take the marker off, this thing just expands outward. But if the marker's there, it stays one as a piece. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they actually explain in this game. Because like, once you put the marker there, everything else dies. Right? Or it doesn't die, it just stops moving. That's a good question. Because you're fighting something, and then once the marker gets put right back down, it they just fall to the ground. like life. Is that crazy. what happened? I don't remember that Maybe. part. I don't remember that either. Yeah, because uh, yeah, the marker was there to keep the hive mind in place. So what you're saying is all yeah. the things that attacked you were just extensions of the hive mind. And once the hive yes. mind left or the was incapacitated or dead or whatever, then it just everything shuts down and dies. Yeah. And the marker was stopping the hive mind from controlling outside of the planet or whatever. Gotcha. So what? Now we got to talk about the last scene, guys. It's a big cliffhanger. Tell us about it. All right. What well, they happens? leave it behind the marker, and Isaac flies off in a shuttle by himself. Uh, as the planet's being hit by an asteroid. Yeah. As the planet's exploding, where's that marker go? <laughs> could be anywhere, right? If it stayed Bang. in one piece, could just be. F- could even be a boat <laughs> floating through the universe. But uh, he starts watching the Nicole video again. He shuts it off because he can't finish it now anymore. And then he gets attacked by a bloody Nicole and the screen goes black. Very reminiscent of the ending of Fear. Was that in his head? We don't know. I guess we know if, if you watch Dead Space 2. I think it was all in his head. Oh, yeah. because yeah. he's-, he's in the other two games. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe he killed it. Well, obviously it was in his head because the marker exploded off the planet and it's free again. Yeah, and he's slightly insane. Maybe it was just like flying past a ship at that moment. They got in like one last good stick. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, look, <laughs> jerk. See you yeah, later. Maybe. It flies away. <laughs> or maybe it's like a like an Eldrazi thing where it's just kind of, you're just fucked up now. Yeah, it just like radiates yeah. weirdness around it. Yeah. You won't understand that, Papa Scotch, but stupid. for anybody who plays magic, they might. Stupid magic. Hell, those really fucking cool magic people. Yeah. Yeah, why don't you learn how to play? He's not going to. Watch the old Drazi video. I have way too many expensive hobbies. I don't need to go picking up anymore. I don't have time yeah. to do my current expensive hobbies. Masturbating is not a hobby. It's expensive, <laughs> though. <laughs> well, anyway, that's the game. I, I mean, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Hey, what are your thoughts on it? Tell us. Yeah, you want to go right into the here. thoughts? Feelings, ideas? Uh, is there another step Wait, before that? Yeah, you're you're the one with the. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't have any stupid quotes for it. Uh, do you guys have any quotes? There, there was no like. No, it was kind of serious. The voice acting was so fucking good, everywhere. Yeah. Nothing felt silly. Exactly. 
I know. I was kind of bummed. Like, the biggest quote I got was, like, make us whole. Yeah, which they say. That's not funny or anything. But. <laughs> Seven million times. But also, I don't really understand. Maybe you guys can help elaborate or make up some bullshit, and I'll just believe you. I'm good at that. But uh, I don't really understand the whole unitology religion. Because, yeah. like, what's the end game here? Is it, like, you you guys were in the camp, it's like uh, the comet people, like, must die to be reborn? Yeah. Yeah, it's culty. Yeah, because they're all embracing death just to be reborn as one of those fucking necromorphs. Now, did this game have the things that, like, they were giant moths that would, like... Yeah, that... Re- was that this or the second one? I don't remember. They had them in this okay. one. Yeah. What? They fly around and revive after you kill Necromorphs, yeah, they, they revive. Yeah, they're like flying manta rays. If you go through the game, you come back to parts you were before. If you didn't like stomp their heads off, you could, they get revived by oh. this thing. Yeah, I don't remember that. Uh, it was fucking 11 years ago I played this game. Yeah, that's a good point. And I liked how uh, there was a little, it wasn't a glitch. It might have been a feature, but if you wanted, you know, the whole, it's a survival horror. So the whole game, you're running low on ammo. So you don't want to waste stuff on things that are already dead, so you can kinesis it. And if you pick up the body or rip off a limb, it's dead. If nothing happens, that thing's going to come to life, which came in very handy when you beat it on hard mode. Not bragging. Not bragging. Just saying. Sounds sounds like a brag. (laughs) Maybe a little. Is it harder than Doom on hard mode? Doom on hard mode is fucking impossible. This is this is beatable yeah, okay. because I think you can. I'm not bragging, but I beat it. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> not impossible mode. Hey, this isn't the Doom podcast. <laughs> we didn't get to Doom yet, which, by the way, will be like a 30 second episode. Yeah. <laughs> You're in hell. Yeah. You're in hell. Kill demons trying to escape from hell. Kill them good. All right, now it's the Dead Space slash Doom episode. Yeah, just two for one. Hashtag. You're welcome, listeners. <laughs> More bang for your buck. But uh, well, let's let's uh, start with you, Chumpslap, because you were the one that picked this game. So, so we're gonna talk about it. And all of us played it. Another one of the rare games yes, that all of us played. Yes. Right. Final thoughts: Would you play it? What'd you score? Did the story work for you? Would I play? I kind of want to play it again, just because I, I feel like I missed a lot of the like s- spooky stuff, and I, I want it spooky. <laughs> 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 but. Story, I mean, I guess the whole, the idea of the story work, the little shit, like go here, fix this, go here, fix this, go here, fix this. I guess just for pushing you around, it made sense, but as a whole, story was awesome. Game was great. I love the fucking floating circular saw weapon that you got. That is the best one. It was so fucking cool. Out of 27 stars, I will give it 21. Nice. That's a solid a boom. Solid entry. Maybe your highest. I don't know because I haven't kept down any of our stats. I don't know. It's I keep my own. Close to Borderlands. Nice. Well, uh, how about you there, uh, scientists? Would you play it? Would you score it? Did the story work for you? And your uh, final thoughts. I'm in the same camp as uh, Chumpslap over there. I wanted to play it again. I kind of looked and saw it. I wanted to look and see if it's on sale for something. Maybe like a deal for Dead Space and Dead Space 2 and 3 or something. Next time it's on, I'll have to get it. Oh, or if yeah. they remake it. Well, I'll yeah, definitely play it again. a remake will be fucking sweet. I want to play it 3D, like <laughs> VR. No, that'd be, that'd be I'd, I'd just be shitting my pants left and right. <laughs> yeah. You'd do that anyway. <laughs> I, know, Ooh, I did right? do it one, 
one point higher than Bioshock. But uh, I'm not a fan of survival horror, but I do like the sciencey stuff. It's kind of the story really works for me. I liked it a lot. It's great writing. I like bio recombinators better than zombies. Right? Because zombies are just dumb, but bio recombinators makes more sense. Yeah, he said it twice there. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, I do like it a lot. I like the way the whole story went. I gave it 20 stars out of 27. Wow. That's damn. That's one of your highest, too. The second highest one. Yeah. What would you score higher than that? Bioshock. Yeah. Fair. Let's hear what the Scotchy's got to say about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, uh, final thoughts. I loved everything about this game. I was also in the same camp as you guys. Like, if I would have had maybe a couple more hours of free time this week, I would have fired it up. Yeah, <laughs> if I would have thought about it, I would have played it from beginning to end. Yeah, it's it's such a good game. It's one that it handles well enough where even though it's 11 years old, you can. it's not like a PlayStation 1 game where it's like, this is kind of rough to get through. Like, you can still get through it just fine. But... um. I really enjoyed it. It was one of my favorite games, one of my favorite franchises ever. It's a shame that it's... Well, what I read, the franchise is not dead, but no one's making another Dead Space game right now. Which is a shame. That is a shame. It is, because... Well, we I don't want to get into what happened with 3, but we'll save that for another podcast. I had a really good time playing with Papa Scotch. We played co-op during 3. Oh, that's right, we did. I forgot about that. I played a rail shooter. With Papa Scotch about, like, the, the Wii version or something of this? Yeah, like Extraction, I think it was called. Yeah, that was that, pretty cool. That fun. was a good one, too. Yeah. I, I like how they wanted to expand the Dead Space universe. I mean, there were comics that were, the art was done by, I forget his name. I'll have to put it in the Instagram post. But the guy who did 30 Days of Night. Yeah, yeah. He did, a like, a comic. They had, like, an animated comic of that. That was fantastic. Like anything where you touched this world of Dead Space was pretty darn decent. They had the movie, the animated movie. Oh yeah, lots of stuff. I might but have to go watch that again. Would I play it? Fuck yeah. What did I score it? I'm gonna go high too, and I'm gonna say 23. Damn. Out of 27, because I thought it was great. I I did get the same thing that you were talking about, Jump Slap, where it's constantly go from one place to another to another to another, which Obviously, like that's video games, you know, like doing yeah, mission I mean, what things. What else are you gonna do? But I felt that they made an effort in this to create an environment where that 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 line of thought completely makes sense. Well, yeah, you're on a yeah, yeah. ship that's been hit by other ships yeah. and asteroids. It was like it's fucking destroying. We're almost dead. Fix this. It was yeah, and it's kind of it made sense. Uh, I thought it was great. I would play it again, and I hope to eventually play it again. I hope someday we get another Dead Space game. Hell yeah. Here, here. Amen. 64 out of 81 stars. Do, do, do. We got a new champion, boys. Is that higher than Bioshock? I assume. We just negated each other on Bioshock, so I don't think he gave it. I can look that up, so you guys go ahead and, I don't know, fill some time. How about you give us a recipe, Chump Slap? What can, we, what can the folks at home cook? Um, you guys ever make eggs? No, what are eggs? <laughs> like, never heard of them. French style or like prison style? Dude, I was just thinking this week. I was like, imagine if eggs were not edible. What would what would be like the back breakfast food to go to? Like, if we lived in a universe, in a multiverse, where eggs were you just can't eat them. Dude, now we're Seriously? now we're getting to it. Finally, an hour twenty <laughs> minutes in the episode. Now we're. I love where this I was is like, heading. What? 
Would people throw like chunks of sausage and oatmeal and shit? You think? It probably would be something completely different for breakfast. Like it's. You think oatmeal would even be a thing then? It's kind of yeah, or like omelets. Like you'd have to. There had to been something along the way the entire time that evolved into like crepes. Yeah, we make crepe. But is there is there eggs in like crepes and pancakes? Yeah, pancakes and shit. Can't make French toast. But yeah, like there would have been a completely different evolution of breakfast where I know you would never even. We can't even comprehend. It's like it's like alien life on another planet. Somebody get to writing that fucking movie. (laughs) (laughs) Screw this. Oh, what if the Beatles didn't exist? What if eggs didn't exist? It's like. Life on another planet could be completely different from anything we could think of. That's probably what breakfast would be like. I know. I mean, you'd still have like your sugar-based stuff. You'd still have all your French toast and your fried doughs. And you wouldn't have French toast. There's no, eggs no in French toast. Oh shit! And oh man, yeah, all the oh god, you guys just this is, <laughs> blew this your is mind. Too right? much. This is too much. It'd be like sausage and cereal. Just be toast. Yeah. Okay. In this fictional scenario. Do powdered eggs exist or something that's like a powdered no, egg? I wouldn't equivalent? even know what eggs were. Yeah. What would we try to make them look like? Like, Yeah, eggs are inedible. You'd be like eating powdered rock right now. Yeah, yeah. I'll you fuck guys, up a plate of powdered, powdered grass. <laughs> uh, what would you like on your pizza? Uh, mushrooms, pepperoni, those little pieces of hamburger, and as much powdered rock as you can give me. Like as much <laughs> as you're allowed to. Extra powdered rock. It's called cocaine. I guess powdered rock is just dirt, right? Like... Oh. oh, yeah, I guess. No. I think sand. sand. More like, yeah. I was going to say. Okay, fair. There's no organic material in this. So what did we score by? <laughs> um, I don't know. Can't help you. It's not. For some reason, Sorry, it's I not on the Instagram I didn't mean thing. to distract you guys. No, that was totally worth it. Totally worth it. This is either our highest or our second highest rated game. Yes, definitely one yeah. of those two for sure. I mean, I can go back and listen to it, and I'll drop in my voice right here. Hey everybody, it's Papa Scotch. Looking back, we gave Bioshock a 66 out of 81, which actually beats this game at 64 out of 81. Anyway, back to this fucking show. See, that's what we gave it, guys. I can't believe you guys didn't. Oh, of course, that's what it was. Yeah, Yeah. big, you big dummies. Uh, (laughs) So that's gonna take us to our favorite segment of every week, which is scientists' lock of the week. (laughs) Chink. Is that the done with the locks? Dude, That's I, it. I'm fucking done with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting chintzy locks the last I can't be weeks. doing it all the time. I don't know what else to do. What kind of... Lo- You've you been do- doing the same sound for the, how many weeks? I know. You do one. I'm not good at sounds. How about... We need that guy from uh, Police <laughs> Academy. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even do any like... Uh, you know the big vault at the bank? Like the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll brainstorm some lock ideas, but before we get there, next time, how about we uh, actually talk to Dr. Scientist, because every week we ask him for a 100% guaranteed gambling pick that is no way ever going to fail, and so far he's nailed it every single time. Every time. Every time. 100% success rate. So this week, Scientist, what is your lock of the week? Well, uh, let's pick Shane Lowry to close out the... British Open and get the fuck out. He's like an underdog. The Irishman? No I don't way. know. I don't think it's gonna. I mean, I don't want to. You are 100. percent We shouldn't be questioning you. I yeah, guess. All right. But yeah. How many times have we been wrong? I don't know the most about the British Open, but no. But he'll close it out. And he'll win. He's far enough ahead that you don't have to worry about it. It's a good lock. All right. All right. Well, there you go. There you have it. That is a 100 percent guaranteed pick, Shane Lowry, to win the British Open. So get make sure you have all your stuff. Sell it. Sell your money. 
put it down on this. There was there's a whole thing, a bit I do, but I'm just not in the mood. <laughs> Skip it. I'm, t- I'm tired of it. Yeah, so we're all getting tired of these. Yo, bits. <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's brainstorm some other bits. Or if you guys at home would like to tell us a bit tell idea, tell us what to say. <laughs> yeah, just just go ahead and feed us lines. That'd be great. Or I can't believe it's taking us like 27 episodes to get. to I think this is 27. Something like that to get to this point. But um, if listeners, if you have a game you would like us to discuss, go ahead and uh, yeah. throw it our Seriously. way. Seriously. Just email it to me. I'm dying to respond to you. Or if you're curious on what Chumslap's favorite something is, let Papa Scotch know when he'll ask him at the end of the episode like he's going to do right now. Yeah, it'd be (laughs) awesome to be prepared because I totally had one for this week. Um, So that takes us to our favorite segment we're still doing for at least this week, which is Chumslap's recommendation window. Every week we ask Chumslap for a recommendation on something, and he delivers bangers every single time so chump slap this week yes. what is mm-hmm. the uh what what's your recommendation for how to cook an egg oh wow i'm gonna go what are eggs oh no whoa <laughs> you just hear gunshot multiverse I'm <laughs> uh i'm gonna i'm gonna go there's two, two, two of the best ways to cook egg. It's hard boiled, obviously. Okay. No, I'm just gonna go with deviled, straight up deviled egg. Oh, it's the best way to prepare an egg. It's not really cook it, but I'll, no, I'll take delicious, it. You're right. Have you guys ever had pickled deviled eggs? Pickled deviled? Yeah, like so you you make the deviled eggs, but instead of before you cut them in half and you do your thing, you pickle them. With like the Beet pickling, purple pickle shit. More like the like, pickle pickle, like a Clausen's. Like, like you finish a thing of Clausen's and yeah, you dump some eggs okay. in there and leave it there for a week. No. And then you make know. deviled eggs. That Trust me, change your life. You still make it with the mustard and stuff? Yeah, same exact everything except you pickle the eggs first. My God. What you if it blew my mind. What if you put an egg in hot bologna juice? And then devil it? Yeah. Oh, fuck you. That's brilliant. <laughs> That sounds delicious. Sounds much better than a pickled egg. All right. Well, we now we have more homework. What was what movie were we gonna watch as a group? I don't even remember. I know it's been like an hour and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was it wasn't cold in the title, right? Somewhere. Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings. That's that it. was it. Cool Runnings. <laughs> cool Runnings. So everyone go watch Cool Runnings. And let's say these people watch Cool Runnings and they fucking loved it because they're honest to god, red blooded Americans. Even though it's about a Jamaican snowboard. Snow, snow team. Um, <laughs> where could they send a long form email telling us we're a bunch of scumbags? There, uh, uh, what's your name? Chump slap. Where would they send that? <laughs> <laughs> well, chump slap here, but yeah, you could send it to plotty time at gmail.com. I will re- personally respond to every email sent and send us your ideas for games, your ideas for chump slap corners, whatever. Any idea, we'll take it, we'll run with it. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Addresses you want us to send panties to. Yeah. You want me to send panties? <laughs> I'll send my panties. <laughs> but the only catch is you got to send us an email and ask us. Yep. <laughs> That's the catch to it. So uh, say they uh, received the panties in the mail and they weren't thrilled about it and they wanted to yell at us directly. They wouldn't be. On social media. I know. This is a fictional scenario, obviously. <laughs> obviously, they'd love the panties. They're going to love them. But if they hated them or if they like really loved them. And wanted to show us what they were doing with them on social media, 
Uh, where would they send that to, Dr. Scientist? At Pilates Time on Instagram and Twitter. Perfect. I believe that's it. I'm pretty sure you can. Yeah, I don't want to see some of the videos. Yeah. Only if they're mad nipples can you put it on <laughs> Instagram. You can put them on Twitter, though. Oh, yeah, you can put real. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Real nipples. Well, yeah, glad we useful talked nipples. through that. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> That's going to do it for us this week. So everybody get out there, play some games, give us some recommendations, eat some deviled pickled eggs, and we'll talk to you next time. Yeah, it's easy.